Welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you're interested in staying healthy, becoming fitter or stronger, getting rid of pain, or enhancing your athletic performance, this is the place for you. We're excited to be part of your journey to better health. Thanks for listening. So one of the the common questions that we wanted to address was, uh, you know, we're getting a lot of parents, we're getting a lot of athletes, uh, both youth and adult, on um, when to safely return to sport or um, any type of activity after an injury. So uh, we wanted to provide different insight and, and your guys' opinions and uh, questions are what we thrive on. So after you guys listen to this or if you guys have more questions, feel free to um, send those out to us uh, at team, team SP, T-E-A-M-S-P at sportsperformancept.com and we'll gladly assist. Um, so we'll start with uh, Dr. Nick and, and what what would you say some of the common feedback that and, and advice that you give to athletes and um, parents on uh, when to return to sport uh, or activity after an injury? Um, I believe returning to sport is a process, right? There's no time that you can just point at someone and say they're automatically ready to return to sport. Pretty much from the day they walk in the door, we're building a return to sport program, building up strength, neuromuscular control, controlling pain, and then building up and loading tissue to tolerance over time. When we have a youth athlete coming off an injury, we focus on these things and... Um, we look for pain, full pain-free range of motion, strength, both static and dynamic, and then moving into total body mechanics and control. Control. Yeah, and I think that's great because <clears throat> you brought up a good point. You know, you're, you're, there's two. There's a couple ways to look at this. There's time-based return to sport. Yes. So you just had an injury, you know, and it was an ankle sprain, and it is now eight weeks after that. In theory with a you know lower grade ankle sprain you might be able to consider start going back into sport um, and that is maybe a guideline but there's also criterion based which is including the the quality of movement the strength testing all the variables that would kind of give you a better indication that you're getting closer to return to sport so um, there's two ways of, of looking at that we I think that's kind of what what Nick was looking at you know he mentioned the time base but also the criterion and I think Dr. Steph uh, kind of supports that too what yeah do you think? there's I mean there's definitely you have to wait for the tissue to heal and then once the tissue is healed then you have to look at do you have the strength and control available to do the sport or do the task that you're asking your body to do so for example there is a certain point where an ACL repair um, is healed and you should be good to go theoretically but you also have to hit certain benchmarks in terms of does the right side look like the left side? Does the uh, in terms of how far you're jumping or how high you're jumping or the strength, the knee control, things like that, and that's the things that we look at when we're getting ready to make that return to de- to play decision. Yeah, and I think that you're exactly. right. I think that um, we're we're we as physical therapists and healthcare providers, what we're doing is we're supporting, we're part of that process, right? So you have, um, in any sport or any event, you might have a, your, your kind of technical coach, mm-hmm. right? So in pole vaulting, you're going to have your pole vaulting coach. Um, and then you're also going to have maybe your doctor because you, they, it was a possible fracture or whatever it may be. Um, so you have the, the medical side, um, maybe you're working with the high school athletic trainer, um, and they're looking at, you know, helping support that as well. You know, when can they, you know, uh, 
realistically looking at getting back in. And so we as clinicians, we're looking at how we can be um, a support uh, personnel within that. So How we can add to the process. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and so when we do that, um, it's full circle, right? It's not like one answer. And I think once you get mm-hmm. clearances from, <laughs> from everybody, I think that helps make it easier. Correct. You guys agree? Yes, yes. agreed. So just because and, and the doctor is a great person to get the thumbs up, yes, you're structurally good to go. And then we love to come in and give green lights, yellow lights, and red lights. Um, we kind of like to call them that because there's some things that we would recommend you try. And if it feels good, awesome. But if you're sore, maybe back off. Or if it doesn't feel quite right, um, we can kind of give modifications to that movement. Yeah. So, you know, when <clears throat> when... When you ask your healthcare provider or your physical therapist or athletic trainer, whoever you're working with, you know, when can I get back in the sport? Well, that's a loaded question, as you can imagine. <laughs> um, yeah, there's so many variables in there. It's the it's how you know good is your tissue healing? How far out are you? How what's your quality of movement? Have you talked to your doctor? Have you got this clear that it's not a fracture? I mean, all those are small variables that are all ingrained in that final answer. Um, and, and I think that it's multidimensional and, and you've got to make sure that you are um, actively seeking kind of the green lights from everybody. Um, you know, that's kind of our, our general mm-hmm. take on that. Um, what kind of, uh, Dr. Nick, what kind of variables have you encountered with people kind of going back too soon? Or what, what, when do you know that they're, it, it's too soon? When people go from zero to 60, mm-hmm. um, you get the mm-hmm. green light. And you go out there and you pitch a full baseball game or you do a full practice, right? You haven't done these things for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. You've been working on things. And the tissue's not ready to support that. So then they kind of flare up, pain, swelling, um, things like that. I would, I would agree with that. I, I think that those are all markers of going the wrong direction. Um, and so, Dr. Steph, how would you say that um, wh- How? what kind of – progressions would you make i know like we're not talking about a specific you know injury without talking about a specific thing um but starting i don't want to say conservative because we're we tend not to be too conservative but um starting easy making sure it's safe um safe for the tissue to respond well to yeah, and, and I think you're right. It's, it's just like tissue loading, right? So um, you want to create maybe a percentage um, that you increase your mileage yes. with running, or yeah, you, you, mileage you, or number of throws in a week with baseball. Yeah, so you're looking number at volume or duration. Volume. Yeah, um, and then so you're looking at the volume and duration, and then you don't volume progress, intensity. and then you don't progress intensity until the very end. And I think that's very important for people to understand that you know maybe you work with some interval based, uh, whether it's running. So mm-hmm. now instead of going out and running four miles after an injury, you're going to start with maybe walk, jog, a walk jog progression. Walk jog progression. Yeah. Yes. What, what is that, Dr. Nick? What would you say you, you utilize that for? Um, a walk-jog progression is good to get back into running because it's going to progressively load your tissue. And we use like a minute on, a minute off for 10 to 15 minutes when they first go out. And this is just to make sure that their body is getting used to activity again, right? You don't want to overload the tissues. They're new. They're fragile. You want to build up maturity. Yeah. So you use a progression like that to build it up over time, over a couple of weeks, so you don't overload it. So that's specific to running. Dr. Steph, what would you say for, like, pitching? What would be very similar, um, you know, number of, like, 
throws or whatever. Number of throws in a week. So um, we like to keep it at 150 throws. Um, yeah, it depends on your week. age, right? So Depending on the age. Yeah, I mean, I think we just looked at some criteria that Dr. Andrews had put out. Um, Dr. Andrews Institute in Alabama um, had put out that um, I think for a given age, I think it was 11 to 13 at 85 for um, for a game, you know, and I think that it, it's everyone's going to depend. But when well, even stepping away from youth athlete topic, there's, I mean, for some reason, the stars are, stars are aligning. We've had a lot of lat polls recently, oh, I yeah. feel. That's strange. And um, for people participating in... 18.3? Yeah, for people <laughs> participating in the CrossFit Open, um, it's there's actually been a lot of people that have struggled on this in this last week um, and kind of giving the clearance as to whether or not they're ready to go and do the number of pull-ups or the number of yeah. muscle-ups that they're asked to do um, yeah. is, is a case-by-case decision. Yeah, absolutely. So... I think we're all on the same page in that um, our philosophy at Sports Performance is, is a gradual uh, conservative to progressive overloading of tissue. Um, we don't utilize a one-size-fits-all. Uh, um, we're really per-athlete. Yeah, it's, it's per-athlete dependent. So we get these questions often. Yeah, per sport, per age group, per abilities, per <laughs> everything. You know, So it's not even gender. It's not age. It's a little bit everything. So uh, when you come in uh, to sports performance, this is kind of our, our thought process. We want to give you a little insight into what's going on inside our brains. Um, as you guys are asking us that one question, this is 10 minutes to describe. When can I go back to playing? <laughs> when can I go? <laughs> you see us take a deep breath in and, and this is like all these 10 minutes just happened in like 30 second response that we give to you. So um, don't be surprised that we will consult with each other right in front of our athletes. Yep. Um, and what we do is, is to ensure quality care and ensure safe return to sport. Um, that, that is our highest priority, and, and uh, th- this is truly what is going on in the background to make sure that um, our athletes and any athlete is, uh, is ready to, and to return to sport without injury. So um, th- those are kind of our...